Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Yarn. Looking for a new and different way to pass the time? Then I've got the app for you. Yarn is an interactive fictional storytelling app where the stories you're reading are told in the form of voyeuristic text messages between the main characters. I'm talking conversations ranging from romantic to comedic, action-packed, horror, and much more. It even has videos and audio-only messages to watch and listen to straight from your phone within minutes. It's like those choose-your-own-adventure stories from your childhood with the added addition of text messages that make you feel like you are right in the middle of the story. My favorite is their latest podcast, Strange Street, where you follow Cece into this mysterious alternate universe. It had me guessing, and I was on the edge of my seat. If you love true crime podcasts, then this is the app for you. Tap through the most addictive and immersive stories today, only on Yarn. Trust me, with over 27 million downloads, Yarn is a must-play. Download Yarn for free in the Apple App Store or on Google Play. That's Y-A-R-N. Download it today to watch, read, and listen to all your favorite fiction stories. From steamy to horror, Yarn has it all. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... Weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. Imagine coming to a new country to study and going to university only to have your life ripped away from you by an unknown assailant. On January 16th, 2019, a woman living and studying in Australia lost her life in a senseless and random act of violence. A woman who had everything ahead of her. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Aya Masawe was born in 1997. When she grew older, Aya made the decision to earn her business degree at Shanghai University. And when she was finished, planned on joining her father's firm in China. While she was studying, an opportunity arose that gave her the chance to partake in an exchange program that would send her to La Trobe University in Melbourne. 
She applied, was granted a year-long exchange, and became one of the more than 200,000 students to come to Australia to study. She lived and thrived in Melbourne and spent her evenings with friends and classmates experiencing all the country had to offer, which is exactly what she was doing the night of January 16, 2019, when she left a comedy club in North Melbourne and began her walk back home. She had just stepped off the tram in Bundora and was making a video call to her sister Ruba, who was still in Israel, something she often did as she walked home alone to make her feel safer. Within seconds of the call connecting, Ruba heard her sister scream, the phone fall, and the words, you piece of shit, spoken in Arabic. Aya Masawe was, while on the phone with her sister, beaten over the head with a metal pipe, dragged to a nearby garden bed, raped and continually beaten before being set on fire and abandoned. The 21-year-old's body was found the next morning, just 50 meters from the tram stop. An investigation began and Aya's body was sent off to the coroner who determined that, thankfully, she died before her body was set alight. About 100 meters from her body were a few items of clothing that investigators surmised came from the attacker. With the clothing and other evidence found, investigators were led to a 20-year-old vagrant named Cody Herman. Cody, who was arrested in a park near the suburb of Greensboro on January 18th and charged the next day, had no prior criminal convictions. And with his identity known, came the tragic fact that Aya didn't know her attacker. She was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. The violence and randomness of Aya's murder sparked community concern about the safety of women. Local females changed their plans and opted to stay indoors, fearing they would be attacked by a stranger the way Aya was. Thousands worried for their safety, and thousands grieved for the young girl who had only been in their country for a short while. Aya Masawe's body was returned to Israel on January 22nd so she could be buried in her hometown with full Islamic funeral rites and prayer services. Time passed and Cody's trial began. In court, the jury heard that, while Aya didn't know Cody, he had been to her apartment building twice in the six weeks before her attack though this is believed to be a coincidence that had no connection to the murder. Cody spent most of his life abusing both methamphetamines and cannabis and moving from one flop house to another. That he was in foster care from a young age and came from a background of, quote, profound deprivation, trauma, and disadvantage, and was diagnosed with a drug-induced psychosis and severe personality disorder. There was no stability in his life, and because of that, he snapped and committed this senseless, random, and violent attack. The prosecution, against her family's wishes and cultural beliefs, combated this information by giving the court grisly details of Aya's last moments on Earth. On October 29, 2019, Cody Herman, after pleading guilty, was sentenced to 36 years in prison for the rape and murder of Aya Masawe. He must serve at least 30 years before parole will even be considered. With this conviction and Aya's murder came outcry and protests concerning these sexist attitudes when it came to random violence. And hopefully, with the outcry, comes the much-needed change. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to what terrible thing happened on January 17th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.